Hey Dragons, kind of a short intro today. This was our cosplay fitness and body positivity panel from Palm Springs Comic Con with Terra Cosplay and The Maid of Might. Uh, definitely check out their links in the show notes. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. It was a lot of fun. Uh, drop them a line, drop me a line. Anyways, uh, you guys are going to get another new episode tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. But I hope you enjoy this one and work out, nerd out. In the basement, rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Welcome, everybody, to the cosplay, fitness, and body positivity panel. I am Kenny Rotter. I am the podcast host of Dumbbells and Dragons. It is a podcast focused on breaking down barriers between nerd and fitness culture. We can get into more of that a little bit later, but I want to introduce my two guests, Tara Cosplay and Made of Might. Uh, Tara, take a few minutes and just introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Tara Cosplay. I'm a cosplayer, actress, model, and filmmaker. Uh, I've been cosplaying for a couple years now, and yeah, I'm really excited for this panel because cosplay and body image and fitness, they can all become one thing and not separated because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're a nerd, so you sit in a basement and eat Cheetos all day, and it's like, oh, you go to the gym, you can't like Star Wars and Star Trek, so it's like nice to bring them together, you know? Absolutely. Made of Might. I'm Made of Might, also known as Jessica. My secret identity. <laughs> it's not um, so secret yeah, anymore. Not secret anymore. People ask me all the time, what's your name? What's your name? I'll be like, it's Jessica. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I know a secret now. I'm like, no, 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 it's on my Instagram. Like, <laughs> Read it. Uh, anyways, I've been cosplaying for about six years now, and I have dealt with a lot of body positivity issues um, through harassment or... Um, seeing harassment, being harassed myself, and I'm just really a big advocate for, you know, always being comfortable in your skin and respecting other people, especially. So. Absolutely. And, and fitness. I, I work out all the time. <laughs> hashtag beast mode. Um, so, are you straight Harley Quinn today, or is it Harley no, Quinn Negan? I'm Harley Quinn Negan. I call it gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I mean, they're both crazy, and they both wield a bat. So, so you gotta love it. I'm the queen of mashups. I just mash up anything that I can, always. If you go look at my table, just go look at the photos. There, Half of them are mashups. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, um, on that note, I've been trying to put together my next mashup crossplay. Oh. Ooh, you're doing a mashup and a crossplay. I want to do a male version of Twilight Sparkle and Rey <laughs> from Star Wars. Oh. Um, I haven't come up with a name yet. Like, would it be Raylight Sparkle? That's actually cute. Raylight Sparkle? My inner Pegasister is, like, fangirling right now. I'm like, ah, um, I was watching it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's some that's the next cosplay I'm going to work on. This is actually, like, I want to say the Calvin and Hobbes thing is my second and most easy cosplay, easiest oh, yeah. cosplay, because that's English. It looks comfy. <laughs> oh my god, super comfy, except on the fitness aspect, 
I was having some real issues this morning. Really? Because I struggled to fit back into these shorts. <laughs> like, it was straight out of a cartoon. I was like, like <laughs> and, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But my question to you two, um, Jessica, if you'll go first, how did you get into cosplay? Um, so I grew up in a comic book store, actually. Um, so I grew up reading, uh, familiarizing myself with all of this content material, and I started in high school um, recreating my favorite characters through cosplay. Um, my first convention was WonderCon in 2010 when it was still in San Francisco. Um, <laughs> and ever since then, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm home. Like, this is, these are my people. I can be myself here. I'm not going to be teased here. Um, and I loved it. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for positivity in this culture now still, because it should be safe place. Uh, and so I just keep doing my thing. Cool, cool. Tara, same question. Well, um, I've always been such a huge, huge nerd. And, like, when I was younger, um, I used to live on the East Coast, so I always used to go to Disney World in Florida. And I was that kid who every single day I was at Disney, I always had a different princess outfit or a Power Ranger outfit. And, yes, I'd walk around Magic Kingdom in a Power Ranger outfit. I'd be the pink Power Ranger from whatever Power Ranger series I was watching at the time. So I've always loved cosplay because I've always kind of done that whole thing when it wasn't Halloween. But I didn't know it was cosplay until I started doing it, you know, now that I'm older. Okay, yeah. And I'm such I'm such a huge geek. It just It's fun to be able to express who I am through characters I love. And I also love doing... Um, gender bends and mashups because I I personally love some of the male characters like Dick Grayson who's one of the Robins and other characters like that because I like being able to be a strong female version of a strong male character because so many strong characters aren't female in comic books now they're starting to come around to it but most of the characters I love that are female aren't as strong as their male counterparts well and I I, I think part of that is because when a lot of these characters were created. Yeah. It was a male-driven audience. There was a... This is weird to say, but there was a lot more sexism and misogyny. Yeah, and if you see how much misogyny and sexism we have today, it's really hard to imagine a time where there was more. more. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if anyone can, can fathom that. Welcome to the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got into cosplay about two years ago. It was, my first cosplay was a really, it was, it was a poor man's Wolverine. <laughs> I, I had a beard, so I just shaved this off and then I put on a tank and jeans and I was in, in my mind, what I thought was a lot better shape, but a couple people were like, oh yeah, hey, I, I dig your Wolverine. It was like, I had the claws, I had children's plastic claws, the ones you could get like 10 bucks at Target. When you say poor man's Wolverine, I think like classic knives. Yeah. I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm thinking like pieces of paper that Not you even spray knives. Sporks. painted. Sporks. Sporks. Sporks are the best. Sporks are the best utensil. <laughs> I know, right? Hey. right? <laughs> no, um... But a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but a couple people were like, oh, hey, Wolverine, I think you're Wolverine. And that kind of sparked the addiction. So then... Everybody likes attention. <laughs> right? So last year at San Diego Comic-Con, I went as Stupendous Man, which is Calvin's superhero alter ego. Um, and five or six people came up asking for a photo, and I 
lost my shit. I was like, you want a photo with me? Me? And so it, it really kind of got me into the whole cosplay thing. And so, like I said, I'm working on Raylight Sparkle, which might be the name. I think Raylight Sparkle I, I actually like that works. That, that sounds um, cool. Ah, panels, inspiration all over the place. <laughs> but so what sort of struggles have you two faced in dealing with cosplay? Tara, you first. Well... As a female cosplayer, I know that male cosplayers get it as well, but not as much. There's a lot of harassment at um, conventions and online. It's just um, sometimes some days are worse than others when it comes to harassment, and sometimes it gets kind of hard. Like, actually, um, the other day I was wearing my Harley Quinn cosplay, my burlesque Harley, my little saloon girl, because I was with my Western DC group. And um, as a prop, I have a, I have a garter. And as a prop, I have a dollar in the garter pinned to it as kind because I'm a saloon girl. So, you know, someone came up to me, put a dollar in my garter and slapped my thigh. Oh. That's inappropriate. And you turned yeah. around and you punched him, right? The guy was like 6'2". I'm, I'm so oh. short. I'm I was vocal. like, Dude, oh. you touched me. I'm vocal. Closer <laughs> to his genitals. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and this, this happened at my booth and the guy at the next booth, was just this was his face. Yeah. That was like, you know, okay, uh, I feel this is kind of a teachable moment for everyone in the room and everybody listening. What was your reaction? What happened? What, like, what were the next 20 seconds like? I kind of froze. We'll stand there like this. Was like, what the actual bleep? Because I was kind of like saying like, what the hell just happened? What? Why, why did you just slap my thigh? What the hell? That that was kind of my reaction. And did anybody say anything to him? Did you say anything to him? No, because then he ran off, and I was kind of in shock because I was like, "What the ever living bleep? Because who does that? This is an explicit podcast. You can curse if you want. I'm just who saying. Who does that? Who's like that cosplayer? She's wearing a garter. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna put go a dollar. I'm gonna put a dollar in her, in her garter. I'm gonna slap her thigh, and then she's gonna like that, right? That, that's that's but, gonna make her like me, right? I'm the like. Thing about being in cosplay, though, is that people who don't understand the community tend to dehumanize you. Yeah. They tend to look at you and say, like, in my this is not my full Harley Quinn, but when I was in Harley Quinn, I got the most sexual harassment I have ever got because they assumed because I was cosplaying Harley Quinn that I was her, yeah, that I was crazy, and I wanted you to treat me like a piece of meat. Like, no. They don't understand. Um, at Comic-Con this year, I was Batgirl, which is full head-to-toe Batgirl. And some guy had his camera, his cell phone camera, and was just taking photos of me without asking. And I was just having a conversation with my friend. So I just kind of stepped behind my friend because I thought I was kind of rude. So the guy goes, uh, do I have to pay or something? And I said, no, but you could ask nicely and I'll pose for a photo for you. And he goes, but you're in a costume. As if because I'm in a costume... I then have to take photos for him. I then have to be that character. I then, you know, yeah. that's the constant yeah, struggle. Exactly. So I'm, I'm always fighting that battle. And if I see it happen to other people, I let them know, like, that's not okay. You can say no. Don't touch me. Don't do that. Like, people just don't have respect when you're in a costume because they just assume that you are that character. Yeah. And and there's a big push. It it I, I had mixed emotions this year at Phoenix Comic Con because there were probably every 
20 to 30 feet was a sign, giant sign, that said cosplay is not consent. And I was in, inspired in the sense that, okay, here's a Comic-Con taking initiative to, yeah. you know, make sure that people people's cosplays are respected. But I was upset in the sense that it's needed. Yes. Like, like... I don't think anybody should ever feel entitled to slap your thigh. Nobody should yeah. feel entitled to your picture. Mm-hmm. Like, and also, just ask. Exactly. Have, have, like, when I was in cosplay, I don't think I ever told anybody no to yeah. a photo. And if someone has asked, have you ever said no to a photo? And if, if so, why? Yeah. If I'm eating... Or something, or like say half of my costume is off because I'm walking to my car and it's the end of the day, then I'll say no. You know, but then I'll explain why. Like, oh no, I'm sorry, like can I just finish my food and then maybe or I'm sorry, this isn't actually my my full costume, like catch you later. Uh, but some people get angry when you say no. Would you say entitled? entitled, Like they feel they're entitled to your photo? If somebody asks like oh, can I take your photo? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just sat down. I've been wearing high heels all day. I'm so tired. Like, maybe give me 20 minutes. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And like, storm off. Like, just wait 20 minutes. I'm a human being. And people don't understand that. And it's so hard sometimes. Anything? Same kind of thing. Like, if I, if I, you know, travel to Palm Springs, which is two and a half hours away, and I really need to go to the bathroom, or I, I, I need to eat food, or whatever, um, that if someone have a time, I'll say, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be out in five minutes, you know, stay here and I'll be back in five minutes. Or, hey, yeah, I'm eating pizza. If you give me you know, 10 minutes after I'm done eating pizza, then you yeah. You're the sauce. Exactly. Right but yeah. half the time they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. I'll be over there. I'll come back in 10 minutes or whatever. And the other half the time they're like, well, fine. And yeah. storm off like they're three. I'm like, I've seen some like okay, really disrespectful like Instagram profiles that are like cosplayers eating, and literally they will go take pictures of cosplayers secretly while they're eating. Like, oh, that's just rude. You could just not. You could just respect just people. Rude. It's like maybe I don't want a picture yeah. of me eating ice cream as Catwoman. I mean, I'm a really ugly eater. <laughs> so that's what would upset me is like, chances are I'm sticking half a slice of pizza in my mouth. I don't just nibble at the sandwich. With a fork and a knife? No, no, no. I, I fold the sandwich, sandwich in half. And... Especially knives. at the convention. If you're, like, eating on the floor. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I don't want this just to be a giant kvetch session. If no one knows Yiddish, kvetch means to bitch. Um, what are your response? What is something that we as fans of cosplay can do for everyone in, in the audience not cosplaying or cosplaying because obviously cosplayers are fans of cosplay but what is something else that other cosplayers can do to combat this to deal with this sort of it's entitlement it's hard because it is an ingrained mentality from the public the public that aren't necessarily in this community I've seen it mostly with people who like this is their first convention or they're tourists yeah. or something people who aren't in our community don't understand it 
and maybe we can get them to understand it through like I don't know information <laughs> but truly like they don't want to understand it and they think that you are a commodity or a part of the convention like a lot of them don't really understand that you don't work for the convention if I'm hired by a convention to be a character that's different like you can talk to me like I'm Harley Quinn because I'm hired to be Harley Quinn you know, but there's a difference when I'm here for my pleasure as a patron, you know, and then you're treating me terribly because of it. So, I don't know. Maybe just, it's hard because it's really a mentality ingrained in a lot of people. Yeah. So, maybe just if you see it happening, speak up. Speak the, out about it. The, it's not if you see something, say something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Yeah. I just want to make an observation. One thing I've noticed is that I've been coming to these conventions now for almost two years, and uh, one thing I've noticed is that the, the nerd culture in general and a lot of these, these cons and those kinds of things tends to attract a lot of, or draw in a lot of very awkward people. Yes. And, and, and with a lot of them, they don't seem to have like that filter that mm-hmm. most of us have, or that understanding of appropriateness. I had a, a situation with another friend of mine who was cosplaying as Harley, and this this guy at uh, Anime Expo who was cosplaying as Captain America kind of went way off the deep end with some of his comments. And and Kelly and I were both just like mouths open, just stunned, like what? <laughs> and and, and it, but at the same time, you could see how you know that that and, and even some of the comments, you know, because then he had the nerve to ask for me to take pictures of him with his phone at one of the photo sets, and I'm standing there like, okay, dude, but. But you, but just from some of his comments and that little moment of conversation that he and I had after the fact was that yeah, you could tell the guy just didn't get a lot of it. He was just that far off of you know, and 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 in a, and in a in a weird way, I felt bad for him because I could tell he just must he must run into this every single day. Yeah, he just he's just. He's just a little bit off kilter, you know. And, well, and it's it's not that it makes it appropriate or, or, yeah. or you know. And it's hard. I said in a couple of our panels yesterday. I mean, I I grew up socially awkward kid. I was super into comic books, not athletic whatsoever, super clumsy. Like if I was gonna drop, if, if something was gonna drop, I was gonna be the one to drop it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was very difficult, like, going from a medium where what I was reading, the guy always got the girl, to me, never getting the girl. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it was just, I was weird. I was an awkward kid. And then college and alcohol happened. We separated the birth one. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just it. Instead of, I actually made a conscious choice towards the end of high school to observe, and I was like, okay, this is how people act. And unfortunately, sometimes I saw things. I had this filter where I saw the popular kids and they were treating their significant others, men and women, not great. And I made a conscious effort to say, you know what, sex, whatever, isn't that important that I'm going to disrespect somebody, but not a lot of people have that interaction. 
and they're like, oh, the D-bag gets... Because it's all trial and error, and when, yeah. and when you do something, if it's appropriate or not, if it's successful, absolutely, it reinforces the, you know, the negative behavior. And so, but I think one thing that we really need to take away yeah. is... I do think we need to have a sense of, um, I I don't want to say self-respect. It's not the word I'm looking for, but self-autonomy. We control our own bodies and we are allowed to tell somebody, no, I'm not comfortable with this. And we need to feel empowered, self-empowerment. That's what I want to say, to tell somebody no. But I also think that we need to come from a place of, empathy if it's deserved that okay maybe they just don't know like maybe they think that's how people act and then you need to set them straight if they come from a place of entitlement that's completely different right that's a you don't deserve empathy at that point you're you need to understand that you're not entitled to my body you're not entitled to do whatever you want you're not entitled to slap my thigh you're not entitled to take a photo of me while i'm eating they're actually um, on the, you know, you're allowed to say no thing. There was actually a time someone asked to pick me up for photo, like, you know, wedding style. And I was like, no, I'm not really comfortable with that. And uh, this was when I was Catwoman at WonderCon. And the dude picked me up anyway. And the thing is, he did the same thing to one of my friends. So I was kind of like, whoa. Because for some people, that's yeah. a thing, too. I'm looking at people's profiles. And you see them with every cosplayer they're with, they're holding them up for a picture. You know? Yeah, and that's and one the, thing, like, my costume, I put a lot of time and money into it. I don't want it destroyed. Exactly. I don't know what you're going to do. Are you going to drop me? Are you going to hurt something on accident? Like, exactly. People just, um, I think there was this one trend going on, like, way back when. It was called glomping. And it was literally when a fan, um, it happened a lot in the anime community, I noticed, would just attack and, like, hug whomever. Like, and just, I've had people, my friends whose costumes were ruined by these fans who thought that it was okay to just grab onto them and, like, tackle like, them, essentially. I don't like, like, wow. I don't like being touched like by being strangers. Touched I, I don't either. I'm just kind of uh, like, Like, if, if I, if I know you and we're friends, I will hug the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't know you, I'm like, Hi. I don't know where you've been. Weird, yeah. It's, I'm like, we don't know each other. Like, let's... Nice to meet you. <laughs> I think it is very important... Fist bump! That, fist bump! ...that everybody is a beacon of positivity, and that if you do see this behavior, like, say something. You know, I have so many friends who are really shy, and when somebody does something that makes them uncomfortable, they just freeze and they, they are, like, shy, that they won't say no, because they think that that's rude. And so I'll step in and say, oh, no, I don't think she wants you to do that, you know, and they thank me for it, um, to be a beacon of positivity. Um, just going um, on focusing, I guess, on the positivity part, um, I'm sure even though you're both super fit, at some point you feel self-conscious. How do you pass that? Because I know some... It's you know, hard. I mean, it doesn't matter what a person looks like. It doesn't matter what they're wearing. Everybody has insecurities. Freaking Kim Kardashian, I'm sure, has insecurities, you know, and you never know what a person is feeling about something. And I'll put a picture online... And I'll think about that photo, like, I don't like this one thing. Like, it's a great photo, except for I hate this one thing, but I'll put it out there. And then someone will find that one thing, and they will make fun of it. And they will just really tear you down. And it all comes down to being okay with yourself and to knowing that, you know, people out there are going to hate what you do, no matter what you do. No matter. 
people are going to hate on you. They're going to bring you down to bring themselves up. And it, it happens. And literally, you just have to be okay with yourself enough to move past it. It's hard. It's really hard. It's difficult. I still have struggles to this day. You know, and... Those people just in all walks of life. That's, that's how they exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you also have to find a really good group of friends. Like a good niche that brings you up as well. You know, Absolutely. I get a lot of strength from my friends, and they get strength from me, and together we rise above all the haters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, anything on that? Well, um, I've actually looked like this since I was 11. Um, I hit puberty really early, so um, I'm also an actress, and as an actress, when you're 11, they want you to look like you're 8, and when you're 15, they want you to look like you're 11. It's always they want you to look like four years younger than you actually are. So um, I made a film about anorexia nervosa, which is an eating disorder, because um, my mom wanted me to do research on eating disorders, so I knew about them before I had too many people tell me that I looked not how they want me to look. So I ended up making a film, and um, it, it was really good to know research on it and everything before you end up having some kind of problem with it. And... Just in general, personally, I really like my body. I like who I am. I think I think I'm awesome. I don't care if anyone else thinks I'm awesome. I'm, I think I'm awesome. So as long as you believe in yourself and you just stay to who you are, and I don't care if you know random guy number five on Instagram says that he thinks your boobs are too big or whatever. It's like it's cool. Love you. Don't, doesn't matter what random dude on Instagram or Facebook yeah. or at a convention says because, in all honesty, he doesn't know you. He doesn't know just, your story, and you know what? Just, just do you. Just, just love you. Always know that if someone is saying something negative and hurtful, it's a problem with them. Not exactly. With exactly. Always. I mean, it gets it gets hurtful. I mean, no matter who you are, if you see something negative about yourself, like if you if I post a photo and I get five thousand amazing comments, and then that one hurtful one, that one's the one that sticks with me. Yeah. And it's just it's taken a lot of strength and courage to just delete it and move forward with your life. Got to do. Um, I was I was I'm actually one of the few men who in high school I suffered from an eating disorder. I was I was 120 pounds soaking wet. I was a very scrawny guy, but for some reason I always thought I was overweight, so I had a really bad instance of bulimia for like three years, um, which is just gross, by the way. Um, was not fun. And when I saw myself in the mirror, I would default to this isn't this isn't good enough, this isn't beautiful, this isn't pretty, whatever. I was always like, this isn't what other people want me to be. Um, and then I actually started working out and gaining weight and was changing my mentality. And at, I want to say the best shape of my life, I was 155 pounds, 6% body fat. I was, I was like, God, I love what I see. Um, and that was about two years ago. Fast forward two years later, I'm about 180 pounds, about 20% body fat right now. And you know what? I still look in the mirror and I love what I see. And I, I, when I was at the, when I was at the best shape of my life, I was getting ready for a trip to Hawaii. So I used the hashtag Hawaii bodies are made at 5am. 
and I'm preparing for a trip to uh, Cambodia with a friend of mine. So every morning at the gym, I use the hashtag Cambodian bodies are made at 5 a.m. But I include the hashtag always beautiful because even though I'm 180 pounds and 20% body fat, which if you just look at the metrics, it's not as good as I was two years ago. I still love myself and I still love what I see in the mirror. And I like, I love that extra 25 pounds and that loving yourself does not mean not wanting to make improvements. I can make improvements physically. I can make improvements emotionally. I can make improvements in my relationships with my friends, uh, my wife, um, other people I meet. I can always be a better person, but I'm going to love where I'm at. And it is easier said than done flipping the switch from a default negative to a default positive attitude. And to be honest, I have those days where I look at myself in the mirror and I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm depressed. Those days happen less often than the good days. And it's just a matter of there's the voice in your head is your harshest critic. And everyone in everyone in this room right now is like, what voice in my head? I don't have a voice in my head. What voice in my head? That voice. That voice who just said, what voice is this guy talking about? That's the voice. A lot of times that voice is designed to tear you down. It's what, like, I'll be going to bed at 11 o'clock at night, and I'll remember something embarrassing I did at 14 years old. <laughs> and I'll just, it'll be 3 a.m., and I'll be like, why did I say that? I should talk to them on Facebook and apologize. And then they have no idea what's going on. Um, I, I know you have a question, but we skipped over her, and I wanted to, you had a question well, earlier, a statement. I just, uh, based on what you had said, like if you if you see something to speak up or interact in some way. Um, like on a positive note, um, my friends and I have in many instances um, encountered, um, you know, some like a complete stranger uh, will come and like stand in front of us and be like, don't worry, like I'm just, I'm blocking you from someone who's taking a picture. Um, and it'll be somebody, you know, a cosplayer or just a con attendee that I've never seen before, but who is, you know, in a non-confrontational way, like sticking up for us, yeah, which and, is great. And th I, I definitely don't want this panel to seem like there's not those people. Oh, exactly. there, there are people like that. <laughs> there's I, I, there's so many that. great people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's great that it's people you don't know. Like, they'll yeah. just... You know, be like, don't worry, I'm just gonna stand here for like two minutes until that person leaves. And those voices that are, you know, enforcing positivity and who, you know, leave you feeling safer yeah. are the ones we need more of. Yeah. And the yes. ones that that mentality will fuel more of. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good story. I feel better. You had a question or a comment? I have a question. I'm Tara's mom. Hi, Tara's mom. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's clapping. I just, to, I just wanted to say that, she was talking about earlier when she was 11, legit, she looked like this. Um, she was a 10-year-old at six months. She had her about seven inches, got boobs, made up, and turned 11 and looked like this. It was, it was a, a difficult time for her to be 
you know, with 11-year-olds that look like... They're seven. Yeah, they're, they're 11, and she looked like she was 24. Um, so what I always told her when it was really difficult as an actress, it really, it really was hard on her for several years when she was much older. I used to tell her that the one thing she will do better than anyone else in this world is to be her. Because no one else on this planet can rock her like she can rock her. People, people can try and be her, but nobody can be her. But this goes for everybody. So anytime you're feeling down, you know, whether you're, you know, size two or size 22, you're the only person that can rock you the best. So, you know, that's a very empowering thing to sit down and think about. You do that better than anybody else on this planet. You do you better than anybody will ever do. Oh, absolutely. And, uh... A lot of the times, like, what I find attractive in a person is confidence. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. As long as you love yourself and you are confident, I want to be you. Like, <laughs> that is what I love. Um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you mentioned, you know, the cosplayers put a lot of time and effort money into yes. costumes. <laughs> Do you both go over a little bit, like, what you put in the costumes? Yeah. Um, this one was a very last-minute date. I did about an hour and a half worth of, of painting, and uh, I hand-painted the back. I can't really see it because I'm sitting down. Um, <laughs> it looks great. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you guys at the end. Um, and accessorizing, um, like, I, I do, I literally dyed my hair for this outfit. <laughs> um, this one is more of my piece together works. It still was incredibly expensive to piece everything together and find everything accurately. Um, but some of the armor that I make or the costumes that I sew, I, I Twitch stream a lot of my costume progress and sewing. It's taken me over 12 hours at times to make a costume. And if somebody rips that costume with inappropriate behavior, like, I had one guy spill chocolate milk all over one of these gorgeous outfits that I made, and I cried. I, so, I cried. I couldn't help it, you know. So just be respectful of cosplayers. Because we put a lot into it. <laughs> uh, this one, actually, um, this is a Christmas version of Robin. I've done a couple different versions of Robin. It's like, this is my Robin staff. I bring with me with all my different Robin cosplays. This is my third incarnation of Robin. <laughs> so I had a lot of, like, I had already made the cape. The cape was done. The staff was done. My gloves were done. Uh, my belt was done. My skirt was done. Basically, the only thing that was put together... Um, more recently was the cuffs on my arms and boots and the bodysuit itself. But most of my Robin material I'm currently wearing is um, pieces like and bits from other cosplays I've made or, you know, other cosplay accessories and stuff like that. But what I was wearing yesterday, my um, Saloon Harley, that took a uh, blood, a blood, blood sweat, tears, really, really and <laughs> a week of not sleeping. We made it because we were doing a test run at Kamikaze to make sure it was done in time for this con. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, yeah, I didn't sleep for a week and neither did mom. And we. Cosplay is a labor of love. Yes. And it, it takes was. passion to do this. And it was very expensive to make oh, yeah. with all the materials because it has so much material and so much trim and so many rhinestones. It just, it cost a lot of money, and it was very 
not only did it take long to make, it was difficult to make because on the corset, all of the stuff on the corset could not be sewn with the sewing machine because of the boning. So all of the, you know, trim up here, all the trim down the sides was all hand sewn because you can't put it through a sewing machine because it's got boning. So yeah, um, it took a long time and binge watched TNG while making it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I had, a, I had a great question. That was something that was... You lost it? I totally lost it. It was about it was about your guys's cosplay, um, and I can't remember what it was. But I was going to talk about my cosplay because um, they're they've obviously been cosplaying a lot longer than me, and I'm the type of person that I could spend however much time they spent, twice as much time, and it won't look half as good. <laughs> and that's like, like there's no like there's no right or wrong way to cosplay. I am a store bought cosplayer, like. My Calvin today is a shirt that I got on Amazon, dicky shorts I got on Amazon, Converse that I got on sale, which, by the way, any cosplay that you can wear Chuck Taylors on, phenomenal. And then a lion I bought on Amazon. Like, I, I am the Amazon cosplayer. Well, that's totally fine. I, I encourage people to make, commission, or buy the cosplays. Yeah, I don't care as long what, as you're doing what you love. There are no yeah. rules. I, at some point, I am going to save up enough money to do a Kesha Stormtrooper, um, because Kesha is my hero. That's amazing. Uh, and, You're my uh, new hero. Oh my god, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, like, Stormtrooper with cut-off jean shorts, like Daisy Dukes, like a, a sparkle star over one of the giant eye holes. And You're yeah, awesome. Kesha Stormtrooper. And that's also a great part about cosplay is that anything you can imagine, you can create. That's you know? awesome. Queen of mashups. I'm a, oh, I, mashups. Also, I also do mashups too. Yeah. Love I think the we all do mashups. Um, does anybody have any other questions? We have about 10 minutes left. Emerald. Um, so, what is your sort of like. Fitness routine. Like, oh, it's changing. Related, related, do you feel pressure to maintain a certain body shape as part of some of the costumes? Totally. Great. Mm-hmm. I wear slave Leia on a regular basis, and literally in the gym, I will think about I am wearing slave Leia this weekend. I need to, but it pushes me. I use it as a motivator, not as like this is why I have to do it. You know, it's it's not my fuel for fitness, but it helps me motivate and helps me keep on track. Um, I am a terrible person, and I hate working out. <laughs> so I literally have lists of workouts that I do every day, and I have checklists, and I'll write in my weight, my number, uh, and it keeps me on track, and it keeps me those days where, like, it's kind of like homework, you know, those days that I really don't feel like going to the gym. I'm like, well, that sheet isn't going to be filled out if I don't go to the gym, so I have to go to the gym. It keeps me on track. But it always changes because it's not healthy to do the same thing all the time. So, but if you want ideas, like, message me, and I can help you. Um, personally, same thing. I um, It motivates me because I do a lot of cosplays where my midriff is showing. I do um, one of my favorite cosplays to wear is my Aquamanda. It's my genderman Aquaman. And it's a bra thing and booty shorts with a six foot trident. That's my outfit. <laughs> and I do a lot of cosplays that are more pinup-esque like that where it's, you know, you know, some kind of pant with some kind of bra sparkle thing and some kind of prop where my midriff's showing. So, to me, I use it you know, in the same kind of like motivating way to go, okay, I'm wearing Aquaman and then I'm wearing um, 
I'm gonna wear my Sumbreon, which is my Summer Umbreon, which is a bikini version of Umbreon. So I'm like, okay, we're in midriff cosplays. Gym! Um, but personally, uh, when I can't go to the gym, I personally do yoga um, a lot. It's something that also helps relax me, and I it makes me sleep better at night because then I'm like all chillaxed. Um, I also hula hoop. I have a weighted hula hoop, and I hula hoop every single day. Uh, it helps specifically tone this. Um, I also do kickboxing and Pilates and stuff at the gym as well. Uh, just depends upon how hectic my life is. Like when I was making the Harley, it was a lot of hula hooping and yoga at home because I didn't leave the house for a week. Um, so when I'm really busy like that, it'll be yoga and hula hooping. But um, on an average basis, I'll go to the gym and they have a lot of classes like cycle, you know, kickboxing, which is a lot of fun. Pilates, um, then I'll, you know, elliptical, stepper, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, for me, I, I've got two cosplays that I have yet to do that I really, really, really want to do. Um, but again, I'm a little too insecure to try them right now. One is obviously called Drogo. Um, it's going to be awesome when I actually do it. <laughs> and then, um, Leonidas from 300. And that's just a little, I'm just like, A, I need to... Not only do I need to hit the gym a little bit more, but I need to hit, you know, the beach and tan, because <laughs> pasty white guys. Spray tan, spray tan, <laughs> spray, spray tan. Um, but I, I I hit the gym, I lift weights, um, I often joke that the things I like best in the world are picking heavy things up and putting them back down, <laughs> um, and it's, it's great because... When I first started going, I hated it. I hated lifting weights because, like, I'm, I'm... And, again, this goes to the insecurity thing that I'm sure all of us have felt at one time or another. I'm at the gym the first time, buck 20, you know, soaking wet, with my buddy who's a buck 85, military dude, like, ripped as all get out. And I can barely bench press the bar. And the dude next to me is putting up 225. And I'm just like... You know, but I, I had a, I had an external motivator. I had a really, really bad breakup and it was in a really small town. So I'm like, I know I'm going to see her again. And when I see her again, I want to be ripped as shit. <laughs> um, but what I noticed is after working out for two or three months, almost daily, um, it became an addiction. And even now when I go to the gym, uh, even if I'm sore, I'm, I'm walking funny because it was leg day. You never skip leg day. Um, <laughs> this guy knows what's up. But I, even when I'm sore, I love going. And I have, I will get up at 4 a.m. to hit the gym before work. I will have more energy throughout the day, even if I sleep in. Because I've gotten those endorphins. I've gotten that workout in. I've gotten, you know, all those you know, I've gotten that pump going and it just gets me through the rest of my day. Um, so the, the extrinsic motivation turned to intrinsic motivation. Also, I don't mean to do a shameless plug, but I kind of mean to do a shameless plug. Shameless plug. If you are trying to get into weightlifting, the dumbbellsanddragons.com website has a great 28 day beginner workout plan. Um, I know for a lot of people, the, benchmarks in the gym are deadlift, squat, and bench press. Those are the three main lifts. This 28-day workout ignores those because those are important lifts, but they're advanced lifts. 
you have to be doing them correctly with correct form or you're going to get injured. So this, this workout plan ignores those three workouts but gets you to a point training you for those three workouts so you can do them safely and effectively and get um, fitter faster. All right. And it's, it's definitely time. Like, you're not going to get results overnight. No. Yeah. But you will start feeling better as soon as if, you start. You will. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you... Something I, I needed to re- remind myself when I was the best shape of my life, where I am now is two years later. It took me two years to go from the best shape of my life to the worst shape of my life. It's going to take me two years or more to go from the worst shape to the best shape. It's a labor of love. I do it because I love myself. I do it because I love the actions that I'm doing. If you're not a gym rat, if you're not a gym shark, not a gym unicorn. (laughs) I'm a gym unicorn. (laughs) Find find a physical activity you love. Hiking, swimming, biking. If you're a... Yes. <laughs> it's, it's actually effective. Cool. Parkour. Weighted hula hoops are awesome. They're no. godly. <laughs> They're awesome. But it's it's find if if you need that intrinsic motivator, find it and then work towards the intrinsic. Buy a slave blade bikini. Buy a slave blade bikini. great. You know what? I will oh, buy a slave blade bikini. Oh, you will look fabulous. Fabulous. You'll be fierce. <laughs> Sasha fierce. Um, I want to. I want to make sure. Are there any other questions? We are. We are running short on time. We're fine. You, do you have oh, the next fine. panel? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You ever seen any uh, big people? Oh, yes. all the time. Yeah. And, There's and, no rule for cosplay. You can do anything that you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. Exactly. It's, it, I. I don't care if you're. You know, a size two in cosplaying as Rose Quartz, and I don't care if you're a size 20 in cosplaying as Pearl. It doesn't matter to me. It's like, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, polka dotted, turquoise. I, I don't I don't care. If you're polka dotted, see a doctor. <laughs> the people who do care, there's an issue with them. Exactly. And and I, I, I met this this wonderful this wonderful cosplayer, and she was a little self-conscious. She didn't want to go as Leia, she was she was a larger she was a she defined herself as a larger girl. She didn't want to go as Leia or Z- or Zelda because she was like I'm sick and tired of being labeled as Fat Leia or Fat Zelda. So you know what she did? She cosplayed as Fight Club Pam from Archer. She and she told that story at the Archer panel. Seven hundred people gave her a standing ovation because she was such a badass and it's like I understand that there are some insecurities I, I, I don't care what you cosplay as because I'm gonna be like that's an awesome cosplay exactly. you, had, you had the guts to cosplay there are cosplays if you are insecure for every body type for every age for every race for every color for every height I'm a short guy I'm short too it's okay I think we're all short I always wear heels I never wear heels. <laughs> I will have to as cash. I guess on platforms. <laughs> um, I want to give my panelists a chance to let you guys know where you can get in touch with them. 
But first, are there any other comments, questions, concerns, short stories, fashion tips, jokes? Fashion tips, hey. <laughs> right? It's a yeah. good panel for it. All right. <laughs> Jessica, where can people get a hold so of you? I am Made of Might. You can find me in Made of Might Cosplay on Facebook, uh, at Made of Might on Instagram. Um, I do Twitch stream all of my, well, not all of it, but most of my cosplay progress. If you are interested in construction or want to just interact with me live, um, and that's about it. If you have any questions ever or concerns, message me. Um, it may take me a couple days to get back to you, but I will, I promise. Tara, where can people get a hold of you? Well, my Instagram, I'm Tara Nicole Zarian. Uh, Facebook is official Tara Cosplay. Uh, you can find me on Patreon, it's Tara Cosplay. I also have a store envy, it's um, linked to my Facebook actually, but I'm Tara Cosplay on store envy. So there's that, and I'm also on Twitter, it's at Tara Zarian. Um, Oh, yeah, I also have a website. It's terracosplay.com. <laughs> I'm blonde for a reason, Thanks, people. I, I'm, Thanks, I'm blonde. There's a reason I have blonde hair. No, um, I'm Kenny Rotter. You can find me personally at Kenny Rotter on Twitter. Uh, other than that, you can find me at Dumbbells Dragon at pretty much every social media that's out there. I don't really use Snapchat or Twitch all that much right now, but I am on there. So if you want to, I'm mostly uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then also dumbbellsanddragons.com. Um, I love comments. Uh, anything I can do to provide better content for people who absorb my content, I take those uh, comments seriously. Anything on my podcast, I take that seriously. Also, if you are doing anything awesome, and if you are doing anything, it's awesome. I like what every day. I like supporting awesome people doing awesome stuff. Send me an email. Let me know what you're doing. Let me know how I can support you, and I will. Okay. If it's with a cosplay, if it's with your own podcast, if it's with a blog, a vlog, a YouTube, uh, independent film, a book report. <laughs> like, I love helping awesome people do awesome things. Um, Thank you all so very, very much for being here. I've loved having this panel. Thank you to my panelists. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. you guys are all awesome. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.